Good evening, everyone. Welcome to Heavenly Places. Jimmy is running a little behind schedule, so we're going to listen to some music. And he's going to continue on his inquiry as to whether there are two creations in Genesis. Let's see, what can we play? Let's play All I Ask by Meredith Andrews. That seems like, oh, he snuck in. Jameer? Yeah. You're, you're kind of on time almost. Well, yeah, I guess so. I I was uh, looking for my paper. I was running around. I was trying to find it. Um, yeah, but I thought it was going to take me longer, but it didn't take as long as I thought. <laughs> Sorry about that. <laughs> That's okay. I was just about to push the play button for the song, so made it on time. All right. Awesome. <clears throat> well, um I'd like to thank everyone for t- tuning in this evening. Uh, we're in, we're in the uh, fourth month of the year, uh, according to our calendar. <laughs> the fourth month of the year in April. Um, this year, this year is kind of getting away from us. <laughs> um, welcome to the podcast, Heavenly Places. I'm your host, Jameer, and I'm here with uh, <clears throat> Dorothy. And... Um, Actually, you know what? Let me open up in prayer. Father, we thank you for your goodness, your grace and mercy. We thank you for your salvation. We thank you for your love. We uh, thank you for your kindness, Heavenly Father. Father, God is this evening on his uh, blog talk podcast. Um, Direct us in your word, direct us in your promises. Use this Father Lord in a mighty way to to, to um, draw us towards you, to draw us towards your Son, who died on the cross for our sins. In the mighty name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. <clears throat> All right. Well, um, it's good to be back another week again on the Heavenly Places <clears throat> Paul, Paul, excuse me, blog talk podcast. Trying to put two words together. <laughs> um, but last week we talked about in Genesis chapter 1, verses 1, where it's talking about in the beginning God created the heavens and the earth, and then when the earth was out, form and void. And we talked about the two creations. Um, but what I want to talk about this week is sort of kind of dealing with the same topic. And um, I don't have as many scriptures as I do last week, but we're kind of kind of drilling on the scriptures that we used from Jeremiah chapter 4 last week and Genesis chapter 1 verse 2 which, <clears throat> which talks about the earth being uh, without form and being void or the earth becoming form and void and also the other scripture that we used is Job 38 talking about the angels being with joy when they seen the foundation of the world <clears throat> um, so I guess we're as far as time frame, we're bouncing in between what happened in between Job chapter 38, when it, when the world was created and it was created not in vain, but in to Genesis chapter one verse two, where it seemed like the, the earth had become in vain when it was darkness. So I want to kind of like discuss 
what happened in between that time. And there's many theories as far as like the 66 books that we have in the New Testament and Old Testament. Most of what I'm talking about right now, you know, is really no scripture or evidence or background. Also, this is not going to make a difference. And, well, for most people, especially if you're already a Christian, um, as far as salvation, difference, but it could make a difference about how how you can have victory in different areas of your life. And it could cause also people who uh, question the time frame of the Bible of the earth only being 6,000 years. It could actually cause them to become, become saved because when you can begin to look at this time frame between Job chapter 38 and um, this Genesis chapter 1 verse 2, I've, I've heard many many things that it, that it was uh, 10,000 years in between that time or some people say that it was uh, millions of years. And you know what? I'm not really sure. I do believe it was quite about a, a good amount of time. And the reason why I believe that is because of uh, some of the ast- astronomy evidence and then some of the uh, carbon dating of the, of the trees and different things that the scientists are doing um, from their tests. They estimate like some of these trees are thousands of years, thousands and thousands and thousands of years old. And then some of the planets and all those kind of things are, are thousands or, or millions of years. And of course they could be guessing, but some of that's, stuff um, is accurate and I believe the truth is somewhere in the middle um, so that's just bringing in the scientific aspect of it so people who believe because they 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 more particular of science but in actuality um, if you look at science based on the numbers um, science basically proves that there is someone intelligent they created everything because all this stuff just coming out of nowhere is it would be just uh it's just basically a miracle that it happened <laughs> you know but then just how specific everything is like every color scientists say has actually a number to it math mathematics and music they kind of go hand in hand you think art and math they're, they're so much different on opposite end of the, the uh spectrum but actually, they're they're intertwined together so so much so that it it, it uh, implies some type of intelligence to it. And um, so creation is, is actually intelligent. You know, here you hear the, the phrase intelligent design, but it's actually our Father God who created everything. <clears throat> but anyway, getting back into this time frame between, I estimated it'd be ten thousand years or millions of years, somewhere between that of Job chapter 38 and Genesis chapter 1 verse 2. And I actually believe during that time that uh, the earth was created and it actually had a garden of Eden, one of the scriptures that we went over in Ezekiel chapter 28 and uh, Isaiah 14, um, where there was actually a garden. It says you were eating the garden of God and it talks about Eden being made of gems and emeralds and all these kind of things and it's kind of like different from the Eden that that is talked about in uh, Genesis the one that Adam and Eve were in which is like more like 
farming vegetation type stuff. So there's there's a contrast in that. But the thing that's unique and uh, the same about it is that in both instances, there was an earth created, or actually the earth was recreated with Adam. But our Father God, he placed a being that he had created within this type of uh, of garden or within specifically Eden. So there was actually two Edens. And in the first Eden, we had Satan. And this was actually before he fell. And he placed them in that place. And I believe he gave them almost like the same rules and directions that he was giving to Adam. Basically, he said, hey, I created this place. You you rule, you rule over this place. You govern it. You make sure everything goes okay with it. And I believe he, uh, there was animals there um, and the other angelic beings there, you know. And I believe maybe for a time everything was going well. Um, but then scripture, it says, until uh, iniquity was found in you, and this is where we see the origin of evil and the origin of sin. You know, a lot of people like to ask the question of, uh, well, why did God create evil, you know? Um that's that's a very tough question. Many uh, theologians in the seminary school they debate this. A lot of people who want to believe God they they wonder that too. You know, even Christians sometimes it's a thing that everyone wrestles with <clears throat> because if, if God created everything, you know, and evil's here, he, of course He had to create that. But um, one thing that we have to realize is or come to the understanding is that. Uh, Evil was not a uh, creation from God, okay? Evil was a choice, and sin was a choice by Satan. So when he uh, chose to do those things, because up until that time, of course, we don't know how long the angels have been around. They could have been around long before even this, this the world was created. You know, they could have been around way, way longer than that. And, every, of course, they wasn't there at the very, very beginning. They they were, they are created beings, too. So they had, they actually had a beginning, too, like we did. Their, their beginning was way before ours. But God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Spirit, or Father, he created them. They had a beginning, too, so they did. So they might have been up in heaven for many years before they came down to the earth, you know. Um, so when, the, when our Father, he had, he assigned them to this place. Um, there are many, 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 many theories, and nothing is confirmed. And we might not know many of these things until we get to heaven. If, if Father God wants to reveal those things to us, we might not even know it then. It might, it's really, it's really insignificant, and in comparison to the larger thing it goes. But it, it, it is helpful, you know, while we're down here, you know. Um, but uh, some of the theories, okay, why did he want to rebel? Why did Satan want to rebel? Well, because uh, we know that he wanted to be like God and he wanted to be above God because it was talking about he wanted to ascend above the stars and the clouds and he wanted to put a stone up there because he's seen everything about God and he forgot 
that he was a created being. Okay. So he wanted to ascend. So that's one of the things of sin and rebellion that was going on. But I also believe some other things were going on too. The uh, these uh, angelic heavenly beings, celestial creatures, very, very, very intelligent. Um, both the good ones and the bad ones. Um, actually, even in the book of Enoch, um, it talks about how they taught men different things, like how how to uh, make weapons and all these kind of things and so they're, they're very intelligent. Um, of course, they have access. They probably seen a lot of the things in heaven, technology things. Anyway, it is believed that uh, some of the, the things that we hear about, like Greek gods or, or Roman Roman gods, or even some of the things we see, like as far as like that the half human, half fish, like the mermaid, all these types of things. Um, it is believed that uh, Lucifer or the fallen angel, some of the theories that him and some of the angels that were there at the time began experimenting with some of the animals that were down there and creating these type of abominational beings or entities besides someone who rebelled against God. Well, how he was he going to rebel? Well, of course, he was going to he tricked some of the angels to follow him, but also that, of course, that was just one third, so that wasn't going to be enough. So then I guess he was creating these things, <laughs> you know, these and half angels, and that's how some people think that uh, dinosaurs, and I'm, again, I'm not 100% sure on all these theories, but these are just some things that you should think about. But some of these dinosaurs and things like that, they, they believe that's how those things that uh, came into existence and we have the fossils around. Is that the case or not? I do not know. Um, but just things I, I want to put out there for you to do your own study, for you to do your own research. Um, but anyway, so these things, like these half fish and these half other things and all these things that Lucifer, Satan was putting putting together. You know, um, and things that we that we uh, see as mythology now we call mythology, or they make movies about it, and we see it on uh, television. Some of these things are actually real things in the spiritual realm. <laughs> you know, so it gets me to wonder why how some of these Hollywood producers are able to come up with these creatures and things, and like, man, wow, how did they thought about think about those things? I mean, basically, they might be tapped into something else. And that they don't even know that they tapped into, you know, dreaming up all these creatures, these creatures were actually in existence one day. So all these things were going on between Job chapter 38 and Genesis chapter 1 verse 2, the rebellion and all these creation of these things. And God flooded the earth. He he uh, destroyed it, and so that first Eden was destroyed, and it was for many many years. I'm not sure how again how long it was in that state, but the whole earth was full of water, so God had destroyed everything that was there. And um, then we have the angels, the fallen angels, who were there, and then we have these things that they created that were there. And I and I bring this up. 
bring that part up because uh, there's some, I wouldn't say, no, maybe there's some confusion, but it's, but I want to point out that there's a difference between um, fallen angels and demons. Now, basically, they're all evil. They're all wicked. But fallen angels are angelic beings, and then we have demons, which are some type of hybrid, hybrid between the like half angel, half creature, or half angel and half man, and we'll get to that part in a little bit. But these things, they still have some type of soul or spirit. So I believe when that first destruction came, like their physical bodies, not the fallen angels, but these things they created, their physical bodies perished, these things that was created. But their spirit or their soul continued to exist. And while the earth was a former void, they was kind of around here in this darkness, you know, and the fallen angels. Um, around here in Lucifer too, you know. So then we have God, the Holy Spirit, Elohim, hovering above the, the waters where these things are. And he began to recreate and reform the earth. And we see the angels, I mean, we see the birds and then the, and the uh, creatures of the sea coming out. And then eventually God creates man. And he's grace woman, and he, he says he breathed his life into them. So we had this whole thing starting all over again, and all of a sudden this this serpent shows up out of what it seems like nowhere, and he tricks Adam and Eve um, into eating the uh, fruit fruit of the the, the uh, knowledge of good and evil, and that's the whole. Another teacher right there I would like to talk about, but we won't, we won't go to that one. But he 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 tricked and deceived them, and he basically said, you're going to be like God if you do this. And the, the one interesting thing about that, as a side note, is um, that's what he was trying to be. He was trying to be like, remember in Ezekiel chapter 28 and Isaiah 14, he said he wanted to be like God and like the Most High, and I was, I'm going to send my place. So the same thing, the lies and stuff he was telling himself, he was telling Eve those, those same things. And Eve was like, oh, okay, I believe that. Or I wouldn't, but Eve did not know that she was already like God because Adam and Eve, they were different. They were created differently than the angels. Because in Genesis chapter 2, verse 7, it says that God not only made them out of the ground, out of just the ground, but he blew, he blew life into him from himself. So we have the spirit of God in us. And she already had it in, it, in her. She was already like God, but she didn't know it or realize it. And she was, she was, even though she might have been an adult, she was still young and even childlike in thought when you compare it. But I believe she was very intelligent and Adam was very intelligent. But they were still younger in comparison to how long Lucifer had been around. He had been around for thousands or maybe even millions of years. At least thousands of years he had been around. So he was going to use all this experience and stuff that that do this tour and that's how he be then we have this whole other thing coming around where we're sending the destruction was coming as the the earth populated and filled up again and it got beginning to get so bad that uh god said there was no pure man except the the uh noah's line and i believe again what we 
we said it says that the angels came down and uh came with the woman and they began to create these giants. And again, we had this half half thing, half angel, half man type of thing. And so then the father seen these hybrids things again, and guess what? The earth was um again flooded, everything wiped off except Noah and um of course his family and the angels I mean the animals that were that were saved that came on the heart. But then again when thinking about the flood, okay, a lot of the the regular normal people they went to uh to that dwelling place they call it Abraham's Abraham's bosom or or shadow that holding place because Christ has not come yet. But then what about these half breed, these uh half angel, half giant things? Well they became some type of spirit and I believe those are some of the type of demons today. Um so that's why I believe there's a difference between the demons and the uh fallen angels. And a lot of that if if you um this is uh, a minister, a preacher, and he's been past many years and actually it's many of them who have this testimony, but him in particular, he's one of the ones that um that kind of really spoke to me. And I believe some of the other ones they're telling the truth too. And some of them just make these videos just to make them so they can get views and attention. But anyway, Howard Pittman, he he actually he had a death experience where he died and he uh actually went to heaven and he also went to hell. And when he talked about that he went to hell, he seemed like these creatures, like they were half people and half other things, and just just all these other grotesque things, these spirits. And I believe a lot of these things that he was talking about, he he was saying, are things in the spiritual realm that are like half fish and half man, or things like that that we say myth, our mythology in uh, today's society. But I believe they uh, are spirits in the underworld and spirits that that we are fighting today. <laughs> um, well, I believe we're fighting basically two types of spirits, the fallen angels, and then we are fighting uh, demons, which are the half-breeds of them. And a lot of times you hear about people being demon-possessed demon and all these kind of things. You think that just makes sense because uh, a fallen angel is far superior as far as like their body and all this kind of stuff. So, man, when you just think about physically taking out apart the Holy Spirit aspect of it, so they would not want to inhabit a man now. They wouldn't mind destroying them and kicking them and beating them up. But demons are different. They, they're they used to, they at one time, they was here on this earth and walking around, so they want to be back in a body. They want to, they want to have a body, even in the scriptures talks about they would rather be in the pigs than be walking around. So these things, these spirits, they want to inhabit something. That's why you hear about different people being demon-possessed. And I don't believe believers can be demon-possessed. I believe demons, these spirits can oppress them, um, give them bad thoughts and all these kind of things. But then people who don't know Christ and don't know our Father God and don't know the Holy Spirit, these people are actually taken over by demons. That's why sometimes you see in the news, about these people, like, oh, I did not know he was like that, and they just killed all these people. It's, but these spirits had always been with this person, 
for all these years, and it's all of a sudden they was like, okay, I'm gonna just click in and take over, you know. So we have a lot of that stuff going on. We have these, and it doesn't even have to be like a mass shooting. It could be something that's going on in like an individual home, and it doesn't have to be killing too because these spirits, some spirits just like some spirits like to kill some of these fallen spirits or or demons, and some of them just like. They don't want to kill. They want to torment you as long as you can as you as you walk. Or some of them are just spirits, demons of sickness. Um, and they want to put sickness on you. And they just like the fact that they can torment you um, while you're here. And a lot of the uh, diseases that we have, and I'm not saying that some of them are man-made or, or, or government-made or just because of just people sinning, they might have those cases, but I don't think we should rule out that a lot of sicknesses, like even some of autoimmune diseases and all these kind of things, are caused by my spirits. And not just diseases, but mental mental illness, mental problems. Some people are depressed and they're taking medication and it's not really helping. And I'm not trying to tell people not to take medication, but sometimes these spirits that were here before Adam, these spirits that were here destroyed during Noah's flood, they're they're still around, and this was they like this was our first before you guys came here. They they don't like us, <laughs> you know. So they're doing anything to kill, steal, and destroy us. That's what he says in John chapter ten, verse ten. And so we just kind of like came here in the middle. God just sort of planted us right here on this earth in the middle of this battle between the dark and the light, between goodness and evil. And we like what in the world is going on? And a lot of us. Some of us know where we uh, know because of studying, and a lot of the world is, is deceived and tricked. And some people want to know, but they don't know that we're in this uh, big, big spiritual battle that was going on way, way, way before Adam even stepped foot on Earth. <laughs> you know, they've been they've been fighting for a long time, and we're about to come to the climax of it. From actually, yeah, the climax of it uh, as we approach the. Uh, Second coming, and uh, where the the devil will be once again shown where he belongs, <laughs> you know. But a lot of these things that that we're fighting and the things that are attacking us, you know, they're these uh, beings, you know. And I, as far as thinking of the hierarchy, the fallen angels, um, some of them are bound in chains because of what they did with women. And, but we still have fallen angels out there, and I believe a lot of them are trying to take over governments and all these kind of things because it's, it's not that many of them when it compares to angels. And I believe it's way more people um, on the earth than uh, there are angels, and probably way more people when you, you add the fallen angels and demons together, and they cannot be everywhere at one place at one time, you know. So they're trying to do all this destruction they can. As as much as they can, especially in the lives of believers. So you have the fallen angels, and I believe they're supervising these 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 half these demons, what we call demons. They're kind of like their their foot soldiers or their footmen to to uh, stop us from praying, to stop us from fasting, to stop us from reading the word, to stop us from being witnesses, to stop us from spreading the gospel, to cut our lives short. Um, to, to, to stop us from enjoying. Um, 
Now, some of you might be thinking, okay, well, fallen angels, they do that. What? Why? With with the? Why should I know the difference between a, a fallen angel and a um and a half breed? You know, really, in actuality, every everything is subject to our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. So it really doesn't matter if it's a fallen angel literally attacking you or a demon attacking you. If you um, a believer and, you, and you're equipped with the word, it doesn't matter because it says every knee will bow and every tongue shall confess. It also says that uh, nothing is more powerful than the name of Jesus, um, that everything must bow to it and everything is under Jesus' feet according to Ephesians chapter 2. So in the long run, yes, it it doesn't matter. But in a short run, it helps explain things. It helps kind of make things make more sense. And when things make more sense, then when you have a better understanding, you're able to help those around you or you're even able to help yourself and, and equip yourself better you to uh, know your enemy better. Because our enemy... You know, they call him Satan, the adversary. He's very technical. Um, a lawyer, he just calls him the, the accuser of the brother. Brother, He's like a prosecutor. And he would use any legal, not earth, earthly legal, but talking about heavenly legal, any legal thing he can do to bend or get around a system to get into your life and, and infiltrate and wreak destruction in your life. He will use that. That's what he did to Job because he went before the Father, you know, and he had been looking at Job for quite some time. Um, this is where he had and he wanted to attack him, so he seen a seen a way in. And so that's because he had studied. He was he was observing Job before he went to the Father. He was looking at him, and these spirits, you know, that's what they're doing to us, the fallen spirits, all of them, and that's why we should be the. the uh, even Jesus said, "Be wise as what? Wise as serpents. So serpents, what? What serpents? Wisdom. Um, our enemy is a form of a serpent, you know. So he he is wise. This is what is wise, but he might be too wise for us own because he actually is kind of like a lunatic, a lunatic wise. Some people can be very smart, but we're very very crazy. Which he he I'm not sure. Yeah, which he is, you know, very lunatic crazy." Because how can you think as a creative being you can be beat something that's eternal? Someone is eternal. Someone that can't even fit in a building. <laughs> you know, if someone that can, I guess he can fit in a building, but he, his power is so great. You know, all the angels are saying, holy, 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 bowing down before his magnificent, magnificence, you know. Um, but, uh, we are we are in this battle, the spiritual battle, spiritual war that we've been we've planted into. We kind of been just been born into, and we got to choose the side, you know. Um, it's kind of like a summary of what I said. I know I said said a lot, got a lot of information, but a, a lot of the things we hear about, like for example, just throwing out this out there, like Atlantis and all these kind of things, that might not have been actual place or city, but or the actual name of it, but there were places that were like that in existence, you know, places like that in existence, or like Hercules and all this, these types of things from Greek and Roman mythology. They might have different names than they had 
originally, but those things are things that we, we are fighting against now, you know, so whether you want to call it Hercules or whatever it is, they have, they have specific names and specific purposes and they're, they only have one mission is uh, to destroy you in one way or the other. <laughs> you know, they might just want to take you off this planet, off this earth, or they want to make one to keep you around just to uh, torment you and torment those who you, you can watch those around. And there's only one way that we can fight them, and that's through the person blood of Jesus Christ. There's no scientific invention that we can make, um, nothing we can research in a library, no new discoveries. There's not no aliens from another planet coming to save us. Um, that brings me to another thing. A lot of times you see people with these UFOs and aliens and they have these footage. Well, a lot of those, I mean, some of them, of course, is fake footage, but a lot of it, well, the stuff that ain't fake, has actually fallen spirits that they're seeing. And demons, and manif- they're manifesting themselves in those ways. One of them is, uh, if you're familiar with the grays, the grays, the, the kind of the green things with the big eyes, um, that people claim when they see they're abducted, they say they're aliens. But they um, are actually uh, demons. You know, aliens are... Aliens, there's, there's no such thing as... Uh, well, the clo- actually, you know what the closest thing the alien is on this planet is, is believers uh, because we are not of this world, you know. <laughs> So we're the, we're the closest thing to aliens. All this other stuff, right? There's uh, fallen spirits, fallen angels, and demons. And they were battling against so all this stuff about UFOs and coming to save the world or coming to attack the world or kidnapping people. The things, I'm not saying that the things that the people who went through those situations, some of them may be lying, but some of them may actually went through those experiences. And there's uh, fallen angels. This demon is just attacking them in that way. Um, me myself, I I haven't seen those type things, but I have had um, uh, some attacks. You may have had some attacks too, where you actually seen where you actually seen things. Um, and I'm a I'm a believer. I'm a Christian. I, I've seen seen different things. Um, even even recently, you know. And the thing is, like, why doesn't God do that? But we got to stand on the word and publish this no matter what and trust and believe in him. But I, I've seen some things, you know, some things, I, if you ever heard of sleep paralysis, where these things come against you, the scientists call it sleep paralysis, but actually they're demon, demons that are attacking you. Um, I actually literally swung at these things and kicked, I didn't hit them. It's like swiping through air, you know. It says you're wrestling out against flesh and blood, so I don't know why I was kicking and trying to slap these things. Um, but something, I mean, after, of course, I read some scriptures to fight them later. But some of the things I had tried to kick and, and swing and all these kind of things because I literally seen them with my own eyes, you know. Um, yeah. Yeah, so a lot of things we're, we're fighting against is, is just, it would some of the things you would see. I believe God has closed some of our eyes and see everything because there, some people might die in terror from what they see. It's on the other side of the veil. But and I've talked a lot about 
darkness, but you know, only one third of the angels fail. Third, if you mathematician, like you like a pie, like one third of the pie, somebody ate one third of the pie. Well, if they ate one third of the pie, still two thirds of the pie there. You know, it's like we still got all these angels there. As a matter of fact, it wasn't even these angels. We still had the Holy Spirit. We still had Jesus and God. So even if they wasn't there, Jesus is there. <laughs> you know, so even in the scripture, remember in the Old Testament, there's a story that um, when Elijah and his servant were surrounded and they was in, in, in fear because all these people were coming against them, he said, Lord, open up my servant's eyes so that he can see. And then when he opened his eyes, he seen all these chariots of fire and angels all around him protecting him. And that's like how it says in Psalms 91, where it says, 1,000 may fall on your side, 10,000 at your right side, but angels around it is not going to touch you. Um, so I know I talked about a lot about darkness, but we have way more this force if we are, if we stay I and mean, if we follow God, our, our Heavenly Father, we have way more on our side than the enemy that we have the things coming against us, you know. So we shouldn't be fearful. We shouldn't be discouraged and all these kind of things. And the enemy, he's going to try to bring up those same things and come through those same same ways and bring all these, these things against you, but it doesn't matter. It really doesn't matter if you keep your eyes focused on Jesus, you know, Keep your um, heart on the word of God. You will always, always, always have the victory. <laughs> always have the victory. Um, I'll, I'll close in there. I know I've, I've jumped around and said a lot of lot of things on um, some of the things. I hope you were able to get some type of understanding. There's many great teachers on this, and I I was looking for my list. I can't find my list, but. It's a lot of teachings you can go into. They got very, very detailed and specific stuff if you want to look at some documents, um, all types of things. I, and uh, maybe when I come on here next week, I have that list, but I want, I want to actually talk about something else next week. But, Dorothy, you have anything you want to add or say? Well, it's my understanding that these half-breeds um, were – I mean, the, the the fallen angels were corrupting all flesh on the earth, and these half breeds that later became known as, you know, the Greek myths and the Roman myths as demigods, were actually offspring of the fallen and the humans and whatever else they wanted to mate with. Um, and when the, I think it was when the flood came, their spirits were condemned to roam the earth, and that is our understanding at this point in time. That's where the demons are. So, yeah, they're they're half-breeds. The demons are half-breeds. Um, yes. So it's hard to reconcile because Hercules was painted as a good guy. So is he a bad demon or not? <laughs> <laughs> I yeah, don't know. Well, I would I would say anything that's, that's uh, not created by God or, or, or has to be, I'm pretty sure they all have one purpose, <laughs> you know. So either, either he was myth, myth, mythical, or but some of these these things, these beings or giants, they probably 
did want to be good in a in a way in their own sinister way. You know, you have those people who who say who say they do good things, or, but that's only so they can be seen in a, a certain way. But then behind the scenes, they're doing all kind of chaos and havoc. So, almost like living a double life. It's a fascinating study to get into, and somewhere on my disc, I got to find it. I should share it on the forum. I have a list of all the the bad guys, all the demons. You know, they made a book of it. It's an old, old, old book. I think I got it off Skywatch. Um, I'm going to have to look at that. I haven't looked at it. I just downloaded it. You know, and it's an. Oh, I'll look at that mm-hmm. some other time. But that might be a good. You know, just interesting. Not that you want to focus on the on the evil, but you do have to know how to fight them. So. Yeah. And that might be why we have more than one one tool to fight with. You know. Yeah. Yes. I've uh, I've worked with. Uh, he he actually does like a, a show on there. If y'all ever get a chance to listen to him. Uh, Apostle James Vivian, he does a show with Dorothy, and and I worked with him a couple couple years and did some deliverance, and he knew some of those names, and on one occasion, actually it was my first time going there with him, there was this young lady, she came in, she said praise the Lord and I and everything like this, and he called her up to the front to be prayed for, and then when he started praying and then starts using some of those names, that girl's voice, I didn't hear a girl's voice no more. I heard a man's, a man's voice. And I'm like, what is going on here? <laughs> you know, but he was actually uh, casting out this demon that was oppressing her, you know. And after a while, she, it, it, it was no more than five to ten minutes that he prayed over that thing left, left her, you know. Um, and then she was talking about how she was before. You know, but he uses in his ministry. It was kind of weird to me, but he used, he puts Bibles on people. <laughs> he uh, uses a cross, uses uh, oil and water. All these things he said he prayed for. He said really, that, and then he has particular scriptures he used for particular particular ones. And he said really, they he said they it's just that they. Certain ones don't like certain things for certain reasons, so he uses that against them, you know. So, but he says really they go, they'll, they'll come out. All come out in the name of Jesus. Um, but yeah, it's, it's interesting just the different things he, he he uses. It was kind of amazing to me. Yeah, yeah I'm glad. <clears throat> I'm glad I wasn't called to do that. You know, I just. Although I do fight a lot in the spirit, but usually my my fightings are simple compared to what he does. You know, it's, you, you require in order to be an exorcist, exorcist and do that all the time. You've got to have good discernment. You know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you do. Yeah, this this requires a lot of, a lot of prayer because once. Once the uh, once you start attacking in that way, even though you are, you're always in a war, but with the deliverance thing, you're you're kind of uh, helping other people to become free. 
in the spiritual realm, they don't really like that. And then pretty soon you're going to have be dealing with a whole lot of other, even though you're already attacked anyway, but they're going to start focusing, focusing more on you because they're like, oh, no, we can't have this person helping all these people. But what they don't realize is that the more that they uh, come against them, that that person doesn't give up, that person's only going to get stronger and stronger and stronger and be able to be more effective, and that's what's happening to uh, Apostle James Vivian. So, Yeah, he's like God's SEAL team. Yeah, 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 yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, yeah, that's it. It's interesting to to listen to him do these things because he's done it on the air for a few people, and to just see things spiritually speaking, to see what he's doing in the spirit is really interesting. Yeah. Yeah. And. He's fighting some of those things that were like those half breed things that were in the flood, you know. So, yes. You know, that's one of the reasons why I get a little concerned with all this uh, gene manipulation that man is doing. I'm sure there are demons behind it, but creating new creatures and new germs and viruses, you know, that's. That's one of the major, major no-nos of God is to mess with his creation like that. Yeah. And I believe that's one of the things that was, like it says, as it was in the days of Noah. So he's going to be at the end, and I believe they was manipulating stuff back then in the past with genes and all this kind of stuff. And I believe they're they're doing that stuff, bringing that stuff back and doing it again now. And I believe they probably done that all kind of stuff that we don't even know about. You know, you know I'm so sure. Evil, wicked. You know. I remember Pastor Murray was very upset when the cloning started. Um, that was would be one of the things to bring Jesus down. You know, I don't know if yeah. we can do anything to to bring around about the second coming. It's all laid out, but I know he was very upset about that. I don't know if you remember that. But. Yeah, I do. Yes, yep, I do. Um, well, I guess I will close, close in our prayer. I'd like to thank everyone for tuning in this evening. Um Father, we thank you for your goodness, grace, and mercy. Help us to get understanding. Help us have victory in our lives, Father. Guide us and direct us the rest of this week, Father, as we approach the weekend. Help us in our jobs and our, in our homes, families, finances, health. Um, help our government. Help our president. We thank you, Father. Um, and in my name is Jesus, we pray. Amen. Um, next week I do I do have the um, the topic. I actually, want to talk about uh, the the past the Passover the Passover. Um, do do a study on that. I want to I want to be uh, Jewish Jewish um, Hebrew Hebrew children of Israel holy holy days since we're about to 
come upon that time that's coming up in, in Resurrection Sunday. So, so that's what we're Yeah, I think see. it's Passover the 6th of April, I think. Well, that's in two days. It is. Hold on, let's see. When is it? Hmm. Let's see. Them. Let me look on a different calendar. For some reason, that date sticks in my head. So. Okay, the Passover. It actually it starts on the evening, Friday, April the nineteenth. Oh, the nineteenth that late. Oh, yep. okay. And then it, it's it lasts. It's a it's a week long. And it ends Saturday, April the twenty seventh. But the the Passover, it, the reason why it, the dates vary is because it's not according to the. Uh, well, it's according to like you know they do it by the uh, the moon, so the the lunar year instead of like we go on a calendar year, so that's why we have Easter about the same or around the same time every year. But the the uh, Passover, it can be sometimes on the same time as Easter or Resurrection Sunday, or it can be like a month away. It could be a month in, in between them. Like it could be like at the end of March, and we have Easter, Palm Sunday. I mean Easter um, and the Resurrection Sunday, uh, like the end of April. So it, it, it depends on like how how the moon falls, right? And that's how they do their calendar. Yeah. So we'll do that next week. Okay. Passover is an important study. Christ became our Passover. He didn't become our Easter bunny. Um, So that's a good study to do, you know. So thank you everyone for coming and we'll see you next week and Have a blessed week. So good night, everyone. Good night, Jameer. Good night. Good night.